I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to do our Coach's Clipboard episode for the Saturday late game. The Cronulla Sharks and North Queensland Cowboys. Really, really looking forward to this one. I probably found this one the most difficult, to be honest with you, because I think these two sides are so evenly balanced. There are a couple of spot defenders, which I've picked out, that I would be targeting from both sides. And then some more generic sort of things that I think will be a big focus for both coaches. Just a reminder, guys, that if you would like to buy some of the Guru merchandise that's been floating around the Instagram page over the last two or three days, they will be available on Sunday night. A limited drop there, so you'll have to be quick to it. 8 p.m. Sunday night, they'll be dropping. Let's get stuck into Coach's Clipboard, by the way. If you want to have a listen to the previous Coach's Clipboard, we had uh, the Parramatta Eels and the Penrith Panthers. They, of course, will be playing later tonight. We dropped that Coach's Clipboard uh, two days ago, so you can go and have a listen to that. And then yesterday, uh, we had the 5.30 game, the Canberra Raiders and the Melbourne Storm, the 5.30 Saturday game, where we went through our Coach's Clipboard there for both coaches. Let's get stuck into this one. And let's kick off with the rookie coach, Craig Fitzgibbon. What a season it's been for the Sharkies. Second overall on the ladder at the end of the regular season. I personally think people are really undervaluing how good of a footy side the Sharkies are. I think they will get a win in this one. I think that they've had a pretty easy draw coming into finals. But at the end of the day, they can only play whichever team is put in front of them. Uh, They've won, I think it's nine in a row now coming into finals. So on a really good run, soft run, I understand that, but you look at the start of that soft run, uh, they lost to the Penny Panthers by a very narrow margin. Outside of that, I think they beat South Sydney, they beat the Cowboys. A couple of big scalps there. So the Cronulla Sharks, I am probably more excited about them than most, and I think they're going to give this competition a real shake. Let's get into their coach's clipboard. Now, the first one I've got here 
is forced defensive decisions. I've got a picture of Jeremiah Nanai. Now, Nanai, he has been an absolute revelation this year in the NRL. He's been doing things that we've never really seen anyone do before, scoring tries for fun. Defensively, though, we did point out at the start of the season that it was an issue. Uh, got caught out a couple of times in Origin 1 and Origin 2, but Origin 3, I thought he was one of the best on ground. Uh, since that early part of the season where he struggled defensively, he has really improved. There's no doubt about that. Uh, uh, but I still think you can catch this guy out. He's one guy that I'd be forcing him to make defensive decisions. I wouldn't say he's a terrible tackler, but defending-wise, when you actually have to make decisions and you've got different shapes coming at you, I think that's where you can catch Nanai out. So I'd be throwing a bit at him. I'll read this one to you. Nanai has had an unbelievable season and has improved his defense um, as the season has gone on. But I still believe the Sharks can produce points around Nanai. I'd be playing Wilton for big minutes on that edge. He runs some of the best lead lines in the NRL. He could force a poor decision out of Nanai. Yeah, for me, I love Wade Graham. I think he's a champion player, but I would be bringing Ty Wilton into the starting side. I would be starting him on that edge. I just think that Wade Graham is probably a yard too slow now to be playing 80 minutes out on that edge, even six. 60 minutes. I'd be happy if you want to start with Wade Graham, but I think the vast majority of the minutes on that edge, I would be going with Ty Wilton personally. I think when you have a look at when that left edge has been on absolute fire, it's been when, when Wilton's there, he runs one of the best lead lines in the NRL, and I think he could really isolate Nanai and force him into making some poor decisions there, uh, just making him bite in on uh, Wilton and whatnot, which will create space for others. So that would be my move there. Harsh on Wade Graham, and I know a lot of people won't like that, uh, but I just think you can use him in other spots a little bit better, maybe through the middle as a bit of a 13. Wilton, for me, I think he's just electric on that left edge, and he's great for all the guys around him. Now, next one, and it's sort of a browned that left edge for the Sharkies once again. Obviously, Sivitalakai had that huge game against the Manly Seagulls 10, 12-odd weeks ago, a long time ago now. Uh, has scored one try since then, and I know people have been pretty critical of Siffer in that period. Obviously, went to the Origin Arena, didn't have his greatest game, but I think you need to remember that in the NRL this year, he's a center. He's averaging 170 run meters per game, so he might not be scoring tries, but he's playing bloody well, and he's being bloody damaging. And I think he's going to be key. I would be trying to get Hiku one-on-one with Sifatalika. I'll read it to you now. Talakai might not be scoring many tries at the moment, but he's averaging 170-odd run meters per game. If the Sharks get him one-on-one with Hiku, there will be opportunities down this edge. Hiku averages around three missed tackles per game this year. Talakai could lift this with early ball. For me, this is why I also prefer Wilton on that edge. I think Wade Graham, he's got a great skill set, but sometimes he tries to do a little bit too much with Talakai. Takes him a little bit too close to the line. For me, you saw it in the early parts of the years. You just need to get Talakai early ball. Give him five and six metres to work with on a Peter Hiku and he will get past him, I promise you. Peter Hiku, he has had games this year where he's really struggled defensively, especially against some of the better sides. He was fantastic last week, I thought, but that wasn't a full-strength Penrith Panthers side. Left edge for the Cronulla Sharks with Sifa Talakai. If he can get early ball, I think he can uh, pull... Peter Hiku's pants down here a little bit and score some points, produce some points. If nothing else, really gain some good momentum down that edge. Then you can shift it back out to the right to find uh, Nico Hines, the superstar, out on the right edge. So for me, early ball to Sifatalakai, get him one-on-one with Peter Hiku. And this is where Wilton becomes so important. The, the great line that he runs, it'll shrink in your entire sliding defense back into the middle. And then all of a sudden, you'll be able to find Sifatalakai with some space and one-on-one with Peter Hiku. Let's move to our next one. 
and the title is just Taumalolo and Cotta. Shark Park is arguably the most important ground to win the middle at. It's always a grind there. If the Sharks can get over the top of Cotter and Tamalolo, they'll find themselves one win away from a grand final. Stopping offloads and quick play the balls will be key. You don't want Robson and Drinky playing on the front foot. Yeah, so these two, they're the two best forwards by far and away. Tamalolo's been the best meters guy in rugby league for a very, very long time. To make it even more dangerous, he's now added a bit of ball playing to his game, which has been lethal this season for the North Queensland Cowboys. When he's going forward, though, which will be the vast majority of the time, you need to stop his momentum. If he's gone for 10 and 12 post-contact, you'll find yourself in trouble very quickly. You also need to slow his play the ball down. Similar to what we spoke about with Brandon Smith, you need to try and turn him to his side, get him on his back, all those things to slow down the play the ball because if he does get a quick play the ball, Reese Robson, Scott Drinkwater, they'll be going through the middle, they'll be darting all over the place and then all of a sudden you've allowed the Cowboys to play Cowboy footy. Offloads are the same. Ruben Cotter and Tamalolo, they've both got a fantastic offload in their game and if they do, once again, Reese Robson, Scott Drinkwater, they're playing on the front foot. This is how the Cowboys love to play. The hooker and the fullback, they love to push up together, and there will be opportunities created there. Shark Park, you tend to the, the footy tends to be a little bit more greasy. The the deck tends to be a little bit more dewy there, especially a Saturday night game there. It's going to be played through the middle, so these guys are going to be key. I think the Cronulla Sharks have got a fantastic forward pack, and they've got one of the most underrated packs in the competition. And this is where your Dale Finucane, your Cam McInnes, showing that def- that 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 solid defense through the middle and setting that attitude for defense in the middle are going to be so important. So big test, stopping Taumalolo and Ruben Cotter, but I have no doubt whatsoever Craig Fitzgibbon being the sort of forward he was, he will understand how important it is to stop these guys and he will challenge his forward pack to keep these guys under X amount of meters, keep them under X amount of offloads, X amount of post-contact meters. I have no doubt about it. And if they do do this personally, I think the Sharkies win. If they can control these two forwards, I don't think the Cowboys will be able to play their normal footy off the back of it, and I think the Sharkies will win that one. It'll be a huge test for Craig Fitzgibbon and his Cronulla Sharks. All right, let's jump over the other side of the fence. Toddy Payton. Big Rodney. Uh, he's had a great season, obviously. Probably coach of the year as it stands right now. Uh, I had this team coming dead last uh, by a fair distance, to be perfectly honest with you. So for them to be sitting in third place and being two wins away from a potential grand final appearance, unbelievable stuff. It's been a great season. He's nailed just about everything he's done this year, Toddy, and hopefully he can keep it going come finals time. Would have been ideal for them to land a home final for this game, and if they were playing in North Queensland, I'd probably lean towards them, to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, the Sharkies at home, I think it is a different beast. If the Cowboys are to win, though, there's a couple of things that I think uh, can lead them that way. And one of them is isolating Matty Moylan. He's had a great season, Matt Moylan. There is no doubt about that. It's probably been his best season since he left the Panthers, essentially. Uh, But defensively, there are still issues there. I will read you out what I've got for Matty Moylan here. Moyser has had a great season for the Sharks, but he's probably the weakest link in their defensive unit. Against top eight teams this year, he has missed on average five tackles per game. Chad will be looking to get Nanai one-on-one with Moylan. And this is where experienced halves and ball players are worth an absolute fortune. You saw it last week. The Sydney Roosters went into their game against the South Sydney Rabbitohs with a simple plan to isolate Lockie Ilias. I have no doubt whatsoever that Chad Townsend, he will be coming into this game with a very similar game plan to isolate Matt Moylan and to get Jeremiah Nanai on him as much as he can. If I was Chad, I would also 
also be shifting Taumalolo out there occasionally and just sending him at Moylan as well. You can get missed tackles out of Moyza. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. And I think you can see in those numbers there over the entire season, I think Moyza averages about three missed tackles per game. But against top eight teams, the good sides that know what they're doing, he averages about five missed tackles. So there's no doubt whatsoever that Moyza, like he does every other week, he will have a target on his back. You obviously want to get Nico Hines to get through a heap of work as well. You send plenty of traffic his way. But Moylan's a spot where you can produce points out of there with a guy like Nano and some of the lines he's been running off um, off Chad Townsend over the last couple of weeks. I think it's lethal. I think you can also change up your shape there a little bit, running, you know, your Peter Hicko at him as well. You want to really test Moyza, force him. And, you know, he, he might miss five tackles. You might force him to make 30. So it might not be a shocking defensive game at the end of the day. But if you can just get those one or two opportunities, that's all you need in finals footy. So Moylan, he's the guy that I would be targeting if I was the North Queensland Cowboys, and I have no doubt whatsoever. Chad Townsend, he's played with Moyser. He knows his game, probably knows where his weaknesses are, which which, which shoulder to go at and whatnot. So he'd be giving Nanai some very strict instructions on how to target the great Matt Moylan. All right, our next one. We mentioned Matty Moylan. Obviously, Nico Hines. Now, he does the vast majority of their kicking. Uh, you will see Blake Braley. You'll see Matty Moylan chime in occasionally here, but probably 80, 85% of the kicking will be done by Nico Hines. So kick pressure has to be absolutely top shelf. We are playing at Shark Park, so it's going to be played through the middle. As we've said, kicking game always incredibly important at Shark Park. Normally, the best kicking game will sort of win these games. So for me, your kick pressure on Nico Hines has to be top shelf. There has to be a huge emphasis on it for your markers and all of your North Queensland Cowboys players throughout the entire game. I'll read it to you now. As we all know, Hines will do 80% of the Sharks kicking on Saturday night. Moylan and Braley will chime in here and there, but the kicking game will revolve around Hines. He needs to be feeling the pressure on every single kick. Make him uncomfortable. The best kicking game at Shark Park usually wins. Games that are played at grounds like this, that are played through the middle where it's a little bit dewy and field position is really important. Uh, This is where you need to win your kicking game. I am so confident that the best kicking game wins this one. Nico Hines versus... Chad Townsend. You'll see Tommy Dearden and Drinkwater chime in a little bit more for the Cowboys than what the other boys will at the Sharkies. So it all comes down to Nico Hines and he has to be under pressure every single kick. You have to be making him feel uncomfortable. All right, our next one. And a little bit more of a basic one here for Todd Payton, but I think it's going to be super important. Complete our sets. Very, very basic. The Sharkies over the last few weeks. Now, I've said that they've obviously played against lower teams, and I think the Sharks are one of those teams that they'll play to whoever they're playing. So if they're playing a top-shelf team, they'll lift themselves to that level. If they're playing a bottom team, they they tend to throw the ball around, ball hitting the ground, knock-ons, all this sort of bullshit. They tend to play to whoever they're playing. It's always sort of been this way for the Sharkies for a very long time. But there's no doubt whatsoever, the last few weeks, the biggest disappointment has been their completion rate. I think last week they completed about 64%. We spoke about it on Bloke and a Bar. They make the most errors in this competition. Now, do they make the most errors because they're the least skillful or whatever? No, they make a lot of errors because they throw the ball around and they really test teams on their edges. Uh, me, myself and Kempi and, and Timmy were talking on Monday about this, that... 
when the Roosters won in 2018, they actually had the lowest completion rate of the competition, the most errors, because they threw the ball around and they took risks. And that's who the Sharkies are. But if you're coming up against them and they are having a bit of an off night, which they have for the last few weeks, your completion rate is going to be incredibly important. And I personally believe that if the Cowboys can hold the ball and complete it 80%, which is a very high click, hard to do, but if they can and they can just keep it simple at Shark Park and play through the middle, I think Chad Townsend, he can put them in the perfect spot to win this game, the perfect spots to win this game. I'll read you what I've got here. Complete our sets. The main thing the Sharks have really struggled with is their completion rate. If the Cowboys completed a high click and moved the Sharks' big pack around, along with forcing them to get through plenty of defense, Chad will be in control and the Cows will go a long way to winning this one. Yeah, halfback, so important this year. We've spoken about it all season. Chad Townsend, he's been one of the buys of the year. And if the Cowboys can just hold the ball, get through their sets, control the middle, let the Sharkies take risks. Cowboys, they've had one of the best defensive units the entire season. If they can back themselves in in this game, let the Sharks throw the ball around, let them make their mistakes while they're taking risks and just build that ball possession. They just need to have more ball than the Cronulla Sharks. Hold on to it. Let Chad Townsend kick them into corners, turn the Sharkies big pack around, make them do a heap more work than what they're willing to do. And I think that'll take the the Cronulla Sharks, the North Queensland Cowboys, a very long way in this one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's our coach's clip forward for the great Toddy Payton. Big Rodney up there in North Queensland coming down to Shark Park with Chad Townsend, his main man, taking on his previous club, who he won a comp with only a couple of years ago. You've already seen all the media outlets jumping on the reasons why Chad left the Cronulla Sharks about politics and all this sort of stuff. Uh, Of course, that was going to come out this week when they're playing for the easy road to a prelim final. It's going to be an unreal build-up. Really looking forward to this one. I think it's probably the most underrated game of the weekend. Two really evenly matched sides. I'm going with the Cronulla Sharks. I think they win because they are at home, but I can't possibly rule these North Queensland Cowboys out. If it was in North Queensland, I think it would be a completely different story. But I'm going to take the Sharks to win this one by about four points. I think it'll be a tight, low-scoring affair. And I think Nico Hines, he will be the star of the show, as he usually is. If Talakai can get one-on-one with Peter Hicku, though, I can see him running for 200 plus metres. So a huge game coming up on Saturday night. If you'd like to listen back to the coaches' kick coaches clipboards from the last few days to the first two games of the weekend, including tonight's game between the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels. You can go back through the podcast over the last few days and listen to those. We will have the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Sydney Roosters coaches clipboard coming a little bit later this afternoon for your commute home. So stay tuned for that one because there is going to be fireworks galore and plenty of opportunities for both teams in that game. I'm really looking forward to putting together that coaches clipboard because they the Roosters really showed their hand last 
week with their game plan. It'll be interesting to see how the Rabbitohs um, take that in and change it. And then the Roosters, their game's obviously changed as well with now Joey Manu being out. That changes their shape completely and, in my opinion, makes it a little bit easier for the Rabbitohs to defend as well. So we'll talk all about that this afternoon. So stay tuned for the Rabbitohs and Roosters, Roosters Coaches Clipboard. Merchandise, Rugby League Goo merchandise for 2022 dropping on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Stay tuned for details. If you'd like more details, send me a message, any questions like that. Plenty more details coming on that one over the next few days. Cheers, legends. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.